Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. All right, welcome everybody to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition, as you heard me just say, uh, you know, in the video, that's a thing. So, uh, yeah, Funny Science Fiction Live, the podcast where we add ing to the end of every movie title you know like star trekking the searching for spocking yeah that movie will never be the same that just got ruined all right spocking it's a thing so hey before we yeah it's it's i don't know that it should be a thing it's probably it shouldn't be a thing it probably shouldn't be a thing uh (laughs) it's like when people use google as a verb i googled all over the place no please leave that to yourself i went googling (laughs) <laughs> no. All right. Some things just some things should just not have ing on the end of them. Things should not be verbs. <laughs> All right. So hey, before we get into our regularly scheduled programming for tonight, uh, we've got some really cool guests waiting uh, in the virtual green room. So we're excited to have these guys on. Uh, but before we get into that, so. Uh, a couple quick reminders about things. We have two new show sponsors, and so we really want to just. Uh, you know, make sure that you guys are aware of these. Now, you may have noticed the introduction about two weeks ago that we did uh, introducing Level Up lightsabers. Uh, these guys are super cool. We had uh, Alan, the the owner of Level Up uh, lightsaber, on not too long ago, and uh, his his interview will be be broadcast here shortly. And he's going to be on a live show uh, very very soon here. So much but, better than a stick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love his sales pitch. Is that his <laughs> lightsabers are better than a stick? So, uh, (laughs) but with that being said, here's the video about level up lightsabers. And I guarantee you, you're going to go want to get better than a stick when it's done. Every time. Chills. Every time. Excellent. All right. So what we're going to do, we'll make sure that in the comment section, we'll add a link to level up lightsabers. You guys can go there, uh, check them out. And boy, howdy, are those things cool. So not only are the lightsabers cool, but they have some really awesomely built hilts that you can choose from. And when you buy a lightsaber from them, they also offer you free online training to help you become the Sith or Jedi that you have always dreamed of becoming. I'm sorry. I'm still excited. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. And our other sponsor is River City Tees. If you're looking for nerd merch, River City Tees has you covered. Shirts, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, cups, stickers, magnets. If you want a picture on it, they can put a picture on it. Pretty much. So we will include links for River City Tees and for Level Up Lightsabers below. Yeah, I was going to put a picture up of River City Tees, uh, but apparently um, with the whole computer fiasco I've had this week, I forgot to give my MacBook access to that. It's a whole thing. Anyway. Tim uh, and technology that. have not gotten along lately. We're, we it's used Monday. to be We used to be BFFs, and, and now it's we're not so much. A major Monday. I get you. It is. It is. Uh, we've already got some comments. Hello, John. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Uh Jason Taylor from Three Geeks. These are these oh, fine Jason. gentlemen. Yeah, these three geeks. Actually, there's more like 17 geeks. If you really do the math when they're sitting <laughs> there on the show, there's more than three. Three geeks there's, just th- don't know how to do addition, apparently. Well, they keep spawning new geeks, everyone. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so are the, they like splitting with mitosis. I mean, are they? They might be. So, uh, and, and, and if you're familiar with Three Geeks, and we talked about this a little while ago, um, our show was recommended by, by the Scene Snobs Network and nominated for a Snobby Award for the best in geek, uh, nerd, and uh, well, I don't remember what the other thing part of the category was. Geek, nerd, sci-fi, I don't remember. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Three Geeks Jason are the ones stole that... stole it from us. Yeah, <laughs> they beat us out. And hey, you know what? If I had to lose to somebody, I'm glad it was Jason and those guys at Three Geeks. Those guys, uh, those guys are awesome. They really rock it. They're going down there. next year, though. Yeah, and, yeah, that's that's your know. husband. That's Was. 
<laughs> Somebody has a <laughs> And Devin McVetty. What up, Devin? McVitie. I always say McVetty. It's McVitty. My bad. Sorry, Devin. I slaughter your name every single time. But yes. Tim love, you. love you too, Devin. So. <laughs> oh, Aww. don't try. Well, so hey, let's let's get into our regularly scheduled programming here. We've got lots to discuss and lots to talk about. We've got some really cool guests in the background that are waiting for us to play this introduction video after Kathleen says a little bit something nice about the boys from Entertain This. All right. Entertain This is a podcast encapsulating all things entertainment. Every Friday, the hosts Michael, Alex, and Nick bring a topic to the table to discuss. This topic spans all things ever to entertain mankind but comes highly recommended by its three intrepid hosts. Listen along as they convince you it's worth your time and ask you to entertain this. Hey, Tony, a mook. I haven't seen you in months. That's because I've been catching up on the Entertain This Podcast. They have over 50 episodes spanning everything entertainment. Are those those wise guys who did an episode making fun of our boy? Uh, what's his name? Vinny, if you listen to the podcast, you know that's Joe Pesci. Ah, Joe Pesci, yeah. yeah All yeah. I know is if I see those boys, I'm going to break the kneecaps. <laughs> hey, why are you guys talking like that? Oh, um. <coughs> hey, Nick. I'm Alex. I'm Michael. And I'm Nick. We were entertained this, a thought-provoking podcast encapsulating all things entertainment. We release new episodes every Friday live on the Scene Snobs Network. And if you're more of an audio person, we got that too. Find us everywhere you get your podcasts and entertain this. Entertain this. Entertain this. And forget about it. Forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) What kind of guests are you getting us? We're bringing in the boys from Entertain This. Now, guys, before you guys say anything, <laughs> two things about your video. Number one, I love the, the throwback 8-bit sound. Awesome. And number two, I, I have watched that video like four times just so I can make sure that I understood what you guys are saying. And, mm-hmm. and Because I wanted to hear the forget about it at the end again. <laughs> I told you guys. I told you. <laughs> it's endearing. I mean, I buy it. Yeah. Oh I laughed every single time uh, between my horrible white boy chair dancing to the 8-bit music mm-hmm. and the uh, <laughs> the forget about it. Uh, so, yeah. That's well good. done. So, uh, take a I, moment, I, introduce yourselves, um, and say hi so everybody knows who you are and what's up. Yeah, we're uh, entertain this. Um, though, uh, though a bit chaotic, I think that our uh, audio intro kind of says it all and gives you the vibe of who we are. We're just three goofballs who have a hard time taking anything seriously, and we ask for some reason that you also <laughs> take us seriously as we attempt to uh, convince you that whatever it is we're talking about uh, in all forms entertainment, we're not exclusive to just the screen. Um, we sometimes talk about books or albums or uh, musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know off the top of my head what I would say the furthest thing from what like usual entertainment podcasts talk about. We've talked about, but it's we've talked about a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. I think we once had an interview where like we got into the thick of what it's like trying to break into the music industry with someone who had successfully done it. Okay. Um, so so that's the kind of vibe we give off. We we talk about all things entertainment um but anyway i'm alex i'm michael <laughs> and i'm nick so there you go those are and the voices you everybody's heard. kneecaps are still intact right uh, as far as we know yeah there's been, <laughs> been no kneecappings all right good yeah our italian personas have yet to track us down but i think oh, they're still it. on the hunt yeah <laughs> we the won't is let they, them know that we've seen you they yeah, don't right. leave 1940s new york they can never yeah. find us mm. but they they keep looking i keep getting the letters <laughs> the ransom notes the postage through the through time like that has got mm-hmm. to be ridiculous yeah. oh it's like back to the future you just have to like hold it in a museum for a there little bit go. and then Lockbox. some okay. museum curator will show up in the middle of a rainstorm that's at least how i've gotten my last 12 that makes sense mm-hmm. i was wondering if it was like that that weird uh you know sandra bullock movie where you just had to like throw it in the mailbox and 
you know. Yeah, and me, me and my mafia persona fall in love, and then That's I right. watch him die on the streets of New York. He's dying over there. Hey, he's dying over there. Hey, I'm trying to die over here. Hey, <laughs> hey, stop yelling! I'm trying to die. That's right. All right. So uh, the theme of tonight's show. Uh, every time we do a live show, what we like to do is we like to have a couple guests on. And we like to try and throw something silly at them and see what they can come up with. And now our last couple shows, uh, we had uh, one group come on and try and convince us to watch the worst sci-fi that they've ever watched. That and, was and not, brutal. Yes, it was. Uh, they did, they picked really good stuff. It was just, yeah, the shows that they picked were aw- were awful and they did a good job at that. Uh, and then the, the next one that we had on. Uh, we had Jason and, and uh, Jason Taylor from Three Geeks and Casey uh, from uh, uh, Scene Snobs show uh, on. And we talked about the the best sci-fi that they ever watched, but they had to present it to us as something awful. And so we had to try and they had to try and sell it down. Hmm. So that was a little more interesting. Uh, but tonight, uh, tonight, and I don't know why my voice cracked there, but that was an awesome 12 year old moment. Uh, <laughs> You're still so young. Tonight. To the best of us. That's right. Mm-hmm. So tonight on, on Funny Science Fiction, what we're hoping to do is have you guys present to us your worst video game adaptation into a movie. Mm-hmm. So I want you to tell me why that movie sucks, but yet something that is still redeemable about it. And yeah. And then Kathleen and I will also share with you ones that we selected. There are so, right. so many options. And if, uh, so what we'll do is if anybody has a similar, because um, I don't know what Kathleen's picked, uh, but if any of us have the same movie selected, we can, we'll hold that until somebody else, till the next person, and then we'll talk about it together. And I think too, after we're done sharing all of ours, we should have our viewers share in the comments their picks, or if there's even a video game that's redeemable, a video game movie that's redeemable at all. Not double now, dragon. <laughs> uh, so, question for clarity: um, Sure, if we have a video game TV show that had TV release movies, do those Done. count? Sure. All right, cool. All right. I mean, mine's not. Like I just adaptation. wanted to ask ask for for clarity reasons. No, that's cool. Uh, let's put it this way: If it was a video game and they turned it into any type of filmed media, go for it. All right, sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, that. so. Uh, you guys can play rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first, or you can just, one of you can start talking. I don't care. Alex, can we go on introduction value? Nope. Yeah. See? <laughs> I, I, I usually uh, have a problem shutting my mouth, so it's probably, it's probably good for me to go first. You can just go alphabetical anyway. Okay, we'll I do that. Still, still go I still first. Yes, it is. I still wow. got you. Um, <laughs> I want to, so if I'm going first, I want to take the easy road out uh, with the one that everyone's aware of and everyone agrees is bad. And that's the Super Mario Bros. movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else have that one? It seemed like a low-hanging fruit. Definitely on fruit, the list. But... Definitely on the list. <laughs> it is on the list, but it was not the one I was picking. Not the one right, I'm picking right. either. So I think I may be alone in this, which means I'll have to carry this burden on my own. And that's okay. <laughs> it is a you. hefty task. I, I, I so <laughs> do appreciate it. So let's talk about the Super Mario Bros. movie. I'm going to pull up some fun facts while I talk about it, but... Pretty much the only thing you have to know is before the age of Disney making the live action movies uh, and milking every dollar for it, so much so that they somehow circled back around to the Lion King and made another animated movie, but this time called it live action. (laughs) Um, There was a studio in 1993 who decided they were going to take the beloved characters of Mario and Luigi and they were going to make them into live action heroes. Like, and when I say live action, I also mean action heroes, like your Vin Diesel types or your Fast and Furious types. Talking about giving them guns, giving them like people in New York to fight. If you thought our bad Italian accents were terrible, <laughs> wait till you hear these guys. So, like, to the point where they didn't uh, even really. They didn't cast Italian people to play these two. In fact, they casted two people who didn't look like brothers. I'm pretty sure that Luigi didn't even have a mustache in the movie. Mm-hmm. So they weren't, correct. Yeah. they weren't even trying to like make it a Super Mario movie. It was um, there's this thing where studios often buy bad scripts 
And that <laughs> film is a masterpiece of garbage, is what it is. <laughs> masterpiece. Um, now here trolling. But, but uh, there's this thing where studios will buy like decent to terrible movie scripts because they think they can make something out of them. This felt like a movie that wasn't written to be a Super Mario movie, but was close enough that it had two brothers and a bad guy they could exploit that they turned it into a Super Mario Bros. movie. Um, mm -hmm. And for so took like a Dolph Lundgren, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie and went, mm -hmm. you know, if we call it Mario and Luigi, it'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> and that's being said, let's talk about the redeeming qualities. Number one, a lot of the costume design had to get super creative to make it live action without relying on CGI. Was it good for the character or the franchise? Maybe not, but it was fun to look at. Um, I still get nightmares from the Koopa turtle face man. because <laughs> he, he was scary looking. Um, and I watched this at a young age. So like fresh peak nightmare age for things you saw on TV. Uh, and I for sure had some nightmares about the, the Koopa scary uh, turtle man. For sure. Um, but all in all, I would say the best redeeming quality about this movie is if you can step away from being angry about it, not being as Mario and Luigi as you might want it to be, it still qualifies as a movie and it, <laughs> it's still a fun ride <laughs> from, <laughs> it does. It's still a fun ride to go on. Go ahead. Qu question from the class. Yeah. <laughs> How would it not have qualified as a movie? <laughs> um, if it had been under an hour long runtime, I think it would have been a made for TV special. Okay. Or, okay, you got uh, if me it, there. If at any point uh, Mario or Luigi would have dropped an F bomb, it probably would have counted as an indie film. No, there. So, see, I try to get all smart alecky with him, and he's like, Well, actually, I am the smartest <laughs> of Alex. <laughs> actually, um, I'm surprised you didn't know this, old chum, but... Uh, actually, if I might interlude for a second. <laughs> and it is funny when you look at the cast and you're like, why? Yeah, why? it really was, it really was a, a kind of thing of, um, can we get people who have never seen Super Mario ever in their lives on store shelves or watch their like eight-year-old play it can we get those people and convince them that this is what the game is like so that they don't quit and mm -hmm. we can still pay them minimal money hmm. yeah oh man it, that's right. yeah i'm looking yeah, at I'm, I'm looking at the images right now and you're you're absolutely correct uh yeah neither one of them are italian and, and number two Lu luigi does not have a mustache in fact he's played by john leguizamo who's easily capable of growing a mustache can I can I read the very first paragraph in the plot of yes, this? Yes, please, please And just do. we can all blind react to that. This is on their Wikipedia page, so call okay. me out for using Wikipedia, but here we go. About 65 million years ago, a meteorite crashes into Earth, killing the dinosaurs and splitting the universe into two parallel dimensions. Hold on, guys! There's more. <laughs> the, surviving, the surviving dinosaurs... Even though the first paragraph said it killed all of them, <laughs> the surviving dinosaurs cross into a new dimension and evolve evolve into a humanoid race. Yeah, that's... and our heroes are plumbers, <laughs> by the way, by trade. Like that is a huge plot point. Uh, it's a plot hole. I'm, I'm just looking at the pictures again, and uh, yeah, that's rough. Oh, yeah. hold on, wait. The second paragraph's just as good. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Just the second one. <laughs> He's just sorry, sorry. It. If like, if you haven't seen this movie and you hear these two paragraphs, it blows your mind that this was a real thing. The further 20, you read, the worse it gets. 20, Twenty years ago, a mysterious woman leaves a large egg among the rocks at a Catholic orphanage. She attempts to leave. She is accosted by President Koopa. What? <laughs> <laughs> who demands the location of the rock. Rocks then fall onto the woman, killing her. This is the beginning of the movie. The woman didn't get a name. She just got rocks. <laughs> Roxanne, here's, what, here's what made me feel I had to read this paragraph. The egg hatches, and it contains an infant girl. Next paragraph. They don't go back into that in this <laughs> description of the movie. I'm getting sucker punched. It's too much. It's like... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. 
it, yes, it makes so. about as much sense as my two and a half year old daughter's stories. Like, <laughs> no, no, that's who wrote it. Better, better stories. Honor's story last night was pretty fantastic. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a mama giraffe who lived in a cave and a triceratops with wings who flew around, around Dino Land. The end. Wow. Aww. That's a short story, right? I like that. That's a better movie than this. Short, sweet, to the point. What else do you want? Written by TM. <laughs> Trademarked. <Yes. laughs> the last thing that I want to say about this is, if I say Mario and Luigi, and you can only name one thing that is like their trademark, what would it be? I'll see if anyone's on the same train as me. I would go mustaches. Yeah. Mustaches? Okay. It's, it's their mustaches colors. Are, I was thinking the, the mushrooms. Yeah. They were the, the overalls. The overalls. Yeah. So for me, it's always going to be the hats, mm. the Mario and Luigi hats, the M on top, the L on top, green oh, yeah. and red. Yeah, yeah. Those do not play a part in this movie. <laughs> no, they've never been in that movie. <laughs> so, so let's take everything that that's mean? known about this franchise and everything that everyone understands about it. Yeah, and let's I mean, not let's not do that. They no, we're not have do that. hats at some point in the movie, but it's like Mario's a newsboy. Uh, it's a newsboy cap and like a backward baseball cap. Nope. At least Luigi's hat is green, and I will give them exactly that much and no more. There, that is all the credit the movie gets. Mario is in red, Luigi's in green. He got one thing right. And done. And done. <laughs> wow. The, the studio ran out of money before they could get the hats. They're <laughs> easy to buy at a dollar store. But, Nate, red and green, that you know, they had to go looking for them. They couldn't afford, you know, like die. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> they couldn't afford to die hats, or oh. God forbid, just like speed order them. It was the '90s; they were selling like crazy at most KB toys. True. If you guys don't remember <laughs> KB toys, you're too young yeah. to be watching this, and you should go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I remember avoiding KB toys with my children, like the plague. So I, I, I know that feeling <laughs> of, <laughs> of being the kid who <laughs> is being lured away <laughs> from the toys, dragged away from it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. That's oh, the joy of being. The Unfortunately, the they would try okay. to drag me away from it, and then the Disney store was right across the hall. Oh, like, uh, uh, no! Forbidden fruit can't go there either. <laughs> Game over on that. Too much money. All I right. used to be freaked out by the Disney store because they had all the characters up in the rafters staring down at you like you want to buy something. How about a little? How about a little Donald in your life? How about that? <laughs> Mickey's gonna guilt you into buying stuff. Nice. All right. So, what was the redeeming quality again? I, I missed the redeeming quality. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a movie. So, no, the redeeming quality is at the end <laughs> of the day. That, that, it, at the end of the movie was the redeeming quality. <laughs> yeah. At the Things end of the off. day, it does, it does hold the message that family triumphs overall and the love of brothers can move mountains. And that is a nice message. I think that if you casted, say, Vin Diesel and The Rock in this movie and you named them anything other Mario and Luigi and you took out all the weird alien dinosaur stuff that just feels like fluff, you'd have a really good Fast and the Furious. Um, so that's... That's where I'm at. With and Vin it. Diesel and The Rock are more believable to be brothers, and maybe even more believable <laughs> to be Mario and Luigi. There's an yeah. argument to be made there. Wow. No, but which one of them's which? Please don't. I'm gonna leave that up. Please don't remake. I'm gonna leave that up to your to your <laughs> listeners decide between The Rock and Vin Diesel. Who is who? Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. Jason, I love you, but I don't know, man. <laughs> even better sequel. Funny Science Fiction will be right back after a word from our sponsors. And now back to Funny Science Fiction. All right, Michael, what you got? All right, so I had a tough time picking between two. I wanted to either go with one that uh, I think is like actually a fantastic movie or another that I felt like personally insulted by. So I'm going to go with Anger. Um, so the movie that I picked was the 20, I think, 16 Warcraft movie. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So That'd I don't be... know. I don't know your all's involvement with World of Warcraft over the years. I know um, it's a thing. I know lots okay. of people play it. Mm -hmm. I okay. have a character, and but I don't was... think I made it out of the tutorial. And <laughs> solid, solid. It's fair. And it's very fair. My, my, I think my highest level of exposure to that was from the TV show How I Met Your Mother. So mm. you know. <laughs> <Nice>. South Park. <laughs> I think the closest Mom! I ever got. <laughs> The closest I ever got to playing World of Warcraft was playing RuneScape and thinking I was playing World of Warcraft before being <laughs> I, I, I was a beta yeah. tester for RuneScape. 
Oh, wow! Incredible. Will you come on our show? Because we could cool definitely story. just market that. Yes. You, you know what was really hard about it is I was doing it on dial-up. Oh, Ooh, I remember that. True. I remember that. that Hope you sucked. weren't expecting any great phone calls to come in. <laughs> no. And then the, what are you doing? Playing a video game? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Playing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. That was the first time I actually learned the repercussions of like stealing a parent's credit card and using that to buy my <laughs> the whole five dollars a month. My dad just coming down to the base. What is this? <laughs> Sounds like you got hacked, Dad. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't me. Oh my god! But anyways, <laughs> anyways, the Warcraft movie. So. They did actually a lot of stuff really, really good in this movie. So it takes place over all of the lore that happens in the like first Warcraft game that came out in like the 80s or so. Um, and it just establishes like this baseline of this generic, super generic fantasy world. Uh, nothing really too special about it. Covers all the bases of like everything you think from a Warcraft movie. But it just kind of goes off the rails and does a lot of its own thing that is very contradictory to like the actual war like warcraft lore and like as a fan it was just very like personally upsetting to watch that like all unfold when i knew these stories so well to my heart uh but i will say the visual style and the actual like characters themselves are very well realized that i would say that would be the redeeming quality then they've got the the main guy from Vikings playing mm -hmm. the main character, and he's fantastic. Hmm. All right, yeah, short, sweet, and to the point. Very nice and done. All right, I have I have no point or counterpoint for that because I have no frame of reference other than you know how I met your mother. So we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna. So yeah. all right, Nick, what you got? Yeah, only nerds play World of Warcraft. Everyone knows that, Michael. Um, <laughs> uh, the movie was just called Warcraft, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, John says the thing I appreciate about the Warcraft movie is that the CGI orcs were better actors than the live action humans. Ouch. Very true, actually. <laughs> that is true. See, I that is the sickest burn. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember the video quality being really terrible when John and I watched it, and that may yeah. have been from how we were watching it. Yeah, and I'll add one thing to it is like if you play World of Warcraft, like every even going back to the original release, like in two thousand and like two or something, um, they Blizzard Entertainment, the people behind it, have always made incredible like cinematics to the game. Mm -hmm. Like anytime you boot it up and it plays one of those, like you know you're in for a treat. Uh, the biggest thing for me is why didn't they just use that? Just use that ability and just make an animated movie doing that. And that would yeah. have been a hundred times better. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right, Nick, what you got? So I've got a movie kind of from the same time period, I guess. It's a 2015 film entitled Pixels. Um, you might have seen it. it. Stars our boy Adam Sandler, which we did an episode on. So uh, apologies to Alex for uh, disrespecting his boy. I did but, make an episode of the podcast called In Defense of Adam Sandler. Yes. Uh, it's a good show. It's, it's a pretty angry, uh, emotion-filled episode where I just defend him for an hour and a half. So <laughs> I will <laughs> something definitely fun be to check looking out. that up. <laughs> I think I'm, I have a pretty I have a pretty good good point to be made. Yeah. Is yeah. there any mention of Opera Man in the whole hour and a half? I don't recall. No, unfortunately not. Oh. No. Yeah. I had only a limited time. I had to use my strongest arguments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is a strong argument for Adam Sandler, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go in the reverse order. I'm gonna say that this is uh one of his redeeming this is the redeeming quality of this film is Adam Sandler's appearance in it. So if that tells you anything based on his track record, um it's it's not a very good film. It takes well, first off, let me let me push up my nerd glasses here for a minute. They're they're actually not pixels at all. They're uh, they're voxels. They're volumetric pixels. See, it's uh, the, the title of the movie. It doesn't. It doesn't. Slow blink. Okay. <laughs> um, <anyways. laughs> Mix the brains of our operation in case you guys haven't picked up on yeah. that. If I'm the uh, Mix the brains, is... Michael's the looks, and I'm the wild card. There you go. As soon as, soon as he said, I need to push my glasses up for this, I'm like, oh, we're getting educated. Uh, <laughs> 
I try to I try to have some info team in here. We too. should try to figure like out which it. one of us is the brains, which one of us is the looks, and which one of us is the wild card. Nope. <laughs> no. all, all that does is just so division and chaos. <laughs> yeah, then we're right. in trouble. No, no, that's pretty fun. easy. Nick is the brains, <laughs> she's the looks, and I'm the wild card. That actually so, makes a lot of sense. It's a lot of fun girl, to be the so wild card. Yeah, you know you're there's... the wild card if you wear your hat backwards. Mm. Uh... That's how you know. <laughs> Anyway, what else can I say about this film other than uh, it kind of takes than, the, the whole like nostalgic 80s kind of video game arcade thing. And it tries to pull on that a little bit, but it doesn't doesn't do a very good job because there's a giant Pac-Man running through the city and uh, you have like the, the classic 80s action uh, film thing where, oh, you guys have to come to the White House and stop the pixel invasion. It's this. It's very it's very generic uh, script. It's kind of cookie cutter, but it is awesome in some ways because um, you you do get that mashup of like Donkey Kong and you know like I said before Pac Man and all this and it's it's a blast from the past. You know, is it worth a watch? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to Yes. Should you waste your time with it? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're bored and you have nothing else to do, which. I happen to find myself in uh, quite quite often. Please help me. In that classic uh, meme setup, I think Pixels walked so Rampage could run. Mm. <laughs> we needed to lay down the foundation so our tiny human minds could accept the giant gorilla lizard fights we would see later. <laughs> it's uh, you know the, the thing yeah. is though. I'll be honest with you. I actually really like Pixels. Wow, uh, it's, I do. It's fun for the family. It's it's. It's one of those movies that's so stupidly premised that it's fun. And yeah. if you if you remove yourself from all abject reasonability, you shut off and your go, brain for a while. Yeah. You just gotta shut off exactly. If you shut off your brain and ignore the uh Grand Canyon gaps in the story, <laughs> uh it's not so bad. Uh, Jason, we'll talk about that on Friday on Focused on Four. We don't have time for that in this show. Nice uh, ad plug. <laughs> so so nice and Boom. smooth. I trust Very the natural. therapist knows all about so, that. <laughs> that's right. No, we don't have that kind of time in this show. Uh, but honestly, I I really do I, I, I do like the show. Um, I think there's parts about it that make me laugh. There's parts about it. Um, you know. Well, thank you, Facebook user. Uh, but there with Nick, they found it almost unbearable. Facebook so, is yeah. my favorite. So What I'll say about Pixel, furthermore, is like, if you get a certain cast of actors together, it's like the Konami code for knowing this is a bad script and we're just here to make money, but we're going to have fun while we do it. <laughs> and I'd say if the main building blocks are if Adam <laughs> Sandler and Kevin James show up on yep. screen together <laughs> once, then it's probably one of those movies. I now pronounce you Rob Chuck and Larry. Yep. And... If Rob Schneider doesn't get hired, he sneaks onto the set, and we're happy mm. about it, but he doesn't get paid. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't play Destiny anymore. I haven't played Destiny in a while. But <laughs> the addiction. There you go. I, I've, you know, I've, I've, I'm on, I'm on the twelfth step. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was it was a ten-step program. Now I'm confused. Yeah, well, there's the two extra steps where you actually convince yourself to delete it from your Xbox. Mm. Um, but, Gotta yeah. free up that space, you know. That's right. So free up that space for something. Usable. In case you're wondering, Tim, Facebook user, Facebook user is Brad. Oh well, that makes sense. There you go. I looked it up. Thanks, Brad. Thank I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I actually like I said. I like. I, okay, I, so I you you funny. liked the movie, Tim? Are yeah. you an Adam Sandler fan to begin with? I like a lot of his stuff. I don't like all of his stuff. Uh, That's are, about how everyone feels. So there, I'm, you know, I'm on board with that. Yeah. You put Spanglish on, and I'm going to have to turn or walk out of the room. And, you know, understandable. Never even um, seen it. Didn't waste my time. Um, <laughs> but Grown Ups is like one of the best movies ever. Just having a good time. That's Thank all. You, a lot Facebook of people are on board with Grown Ups. I think some of his earlier stuff is where I find the most like meat. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I get into that in our In Defense of Adam Sandler episode. But okay. it's mostly like uh, his his big daddy. I even defend Click. Because I think Click, honestly, is a masterpiece, and not a lot of people give it the credit that it's due. It's That's got good. some good points. Mm -hmm. You're right. 
It really does. It does. I think grown ups hit the human so, experience. Yeah, I think grown ups hit so much for me because it is very much what would happen if my husband, my brothers, and my brother in law went on vacation together. Like <laughs> that's excellent. <laughs> Oh. Big Daddy kind of defines my parenting style. Sorry, that one's my husband. That yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm working with here. I love it. Big Daddy, not the Bioshock kind. Okay, I have to get those things. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't. I don't oh, like. Yeah, uh, I never got into. To I didn't like Grown Ups too. I thought that was pretty awful. Um, the first one was fun though. The first one's really good. I really enjoyed the first one. Um, uh, pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, had its moments. I mean, it, it's not a laugh riot. You're not going to sit there holding your gut the entire movie. Um, Billy you know, Madison I, is one of the best movies ever made. Oh, yeah. Billy, oh, of course, yeah. Billy Madison. And if you watch that, you can also see uh, uh, Larry Hankin in that, who we inter- got a chance to interview. You know, plug, go back, watch another episode with Larry Hankin. So, no plugs today. That's right. <laughs> We're, we're Adam Sandler for this video game based episode. Yeah, well, it turned into a defensive Adam Sandler episode, apparently. So I don't blame you. Once you start, you're like, come on, guys, get behind me here. Stop. Stop beating yes. up on him. Leave him alone. He's a good dude. <laughs> Kevin James. All right. All right. Jason says, I love Kevin James. He's better than Adam Sandler in comedy. Larry hates Adam. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> I is kind of true. Politely and respectfully disagree with you. And uh, <laughs> Jason, if any point you want to uh, quote unquote square up, um, <laughs> and <Adam Sandler> debate. <laughs> exactly, a, d- a debate will represent our our different. Uh, I love different it. Like, peoples. We're gonna have a nerd off. You bring your Kevin James story. I'll bring my Adam Sandler. Let's do this. And I don't know why I went to a Brooklyn accent, but I did. Okay. It just happened, man. It happens. It's fun. It's a thing. All right, Kathleen. Bad bad movies. Okay, so this was actually like super, super hard for me because (laughs) there were so many options. (laughs) There are so many options. Mm -hmm. The the lowest of the low-hanging fruit is Street Fighter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That movie is horrendous. (laughs) You're right. My husband to force me to watch it and i told him no i'm not watching it so we watched like the highlights reel clip <laughs> that was nice. the highlights really not worth your time oh you watch you watch the ending credits that was the highlight reel yeah. <laughs> he found a 15 minute youtube behind the scenes making of street fighter and like the only redeemable quality of that entire movie is raul julia <laughs> that's it yeah that is absolutely it and that is especially when you remember that he was dying of stomach cancer while filming he died before the movie came out and he put his heart and soul into that movie for his sons because his sons Mm -hmm. loved the video game and he wanted them to be able to the the video we watched talked about he wanted them to be able to to remember him in something that they love and it's like Oh, Ow. So, so a passion oh, project. There, there's the passion project aspect of it, but the rest of it is crap. Yeah. <laughs> now this movie did come out one year after the Super Mario Bros. movie hit theaters, so yes. really getting beat up in the '90s with <laughs> those. You know, yeah. <laughs> the '90s were a rough time for movies. For everyone, let's be honest. 90s were the rough. Yeah, 90s were rough. There's <laughs> a lot of West out there for popular culture. I thought the West 90s were great, but you, know, you were raising again. kids in the 90s, though. No, I wasn't. Ah, uh, true. I, was, I, I graduated that... high school in 95. I can't believe they secured Jean Jean Claude Van Damme for this. Oh yeah, this is like. Or as Jason says, how dare you say an unkind word about Jean Claude Van Damme? Jean Claude, he's gonna go get on his boat and go kick that son of a bison. (laughs) (laughs) I call him Jean Claude Van Damage because he destroys every movie he's ever been in. Yes. Um, Yes, and the his accent is so awful yeah because he's supposed to be playing uh guile right yeah he's mm-hmm. supposed yeah, to yeah. be an american so yeah, like then the, with... the american soldier like da, 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> but... yeah i i have nothing redeeming about anything jean-claude van damme i i have yet to see a movie with him where i go you know i'd like to watch that again 
And that was when, <laughs> when John and I were talking about this, getting ready for the live. And it's like, I haven't actually seen the movie. I have no intention of seeing the movie. And he mentioned Jean-Claude Van Damme. And I'm like, yeah, nope. Mm -mm. Not doing it. <laughs> I have never <laughs> seen him in something that I liked. <laughs> Whoa, Tim, you will not be invited on Van Damme Nation. Wow. I'm, you know what? I'm okay with that. Um, Jason, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damage is the Elvis Presley of movies. There, I said it. True. And like John's comment, the 90s were bad for video games. And, and, and no, Time Cop was not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, care. Man, what... we are just lighting bridges on fire today. <laughs> this is a hot take episode. burning them all down. I hope y'all were cold because this is hot takes. <laughs> The 90s sucked. <laughs> they That's really did. <laughs> I mean, that was... I have no opinions. First would, eight no, years of my life. <laughs> no, I would not be a Steven Seagal fan either because no. I like movie th titles with more than two words in them. So <laughs> Short and sweet? Short? No. But yeah. Sweet. That's two. Thank you very much. So of the, <laughs> of the video game movies that I've actually seen, Tomb Raider. Mm. Ooh. I great casting. It. Great, great casting. You yeah. have to admit, great casting at Absolutely the very great, least. Great casting. Yeah, and, that's, not, and that's where it ends. I am not a huge <laughs> Angelina I Jolie for. fan. <laughs> I am not a huge Angelina Jolie fan, but she did a great job in the movie. The yeah. movie just made no sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Slow motion running. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I get it. I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Clearly, I that mean, was, it, was, it was not casting, a very good movie. Casting John Voight as her dad because he's actually her dad. Redeemable quality. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Mm -hmm. The sure. having a female lead, not superhero, but a female lead heroine was nice. Hmm. Yeah. But it was nice, the, but I don't think they did it the right way. No, the over-sexualization no, and the, the slow motion running is not how you encourage girls to go out and be productive members of society. No, but that's how you pack a studio with 18-year-old boys. And yes, I think that's that really what they were gunning did. for. It's full of video games. That's what really, that was all they cared about. No, but, it's, it's clear that that's what, that's what their intention was and that's what they were looking for. And I think that the, I mean, the problem I had with it was the, the nerd girl isolation. Oh, the, yeah. you're a girl, you're just here for your looks, you're not here for anything else, and that sucks. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I mean, you can see what kind aspect. of you can see what kind of community they were brewing uh simply by the reactions that guys had more recently when they released the newer Tomb Raider mm -hmm. games yep. that were a bit more honest with the body type of Laura Croft and a bit more respectful with it. Yeah. Um and everybody was like, What did you do there? And I, I don't wanna her. I don't wanna be the crazy feminist and I'm not. It's just that I'll be the crazy feminist for you. <laughs> like, Go ahead. It, it comes oh, across really? better from a man than it does from a woman. Hmm. Unfortunately. Which says I everything think... about feminism. Yep. <laughs> no. no, fair enough. And honestly, I have not watched the the, the new ones, um, but Alicia Vikander is actually a really good actress. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think if if I did give him a try, because I'm not a big fan, of, and it might be that, I, A, I did, didn't really ever care for the Tomb Raider games, mm -hmm. um, and the movies whatever ruined whatever was possibly left of my level of interest for them. Uh, so when the new movies came out and the new games came out based on the movies, I was like, mm, I don't know. So with your time. Just never exactly. got into it. Yeah, it happens. If so, we have time at the end of our segment, we, we may file through and say possibly our favorite video game movies. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, let me, uh, let me fire this on one off real quick and then we'll, we'll do that real quick. Uh, so mine is also from the nineties. Surprise! All right. sad, sad <laughs> that was face. also when they were doing all those video game movies. Right, they so kind of gave up on video game movies for a long time after the '90s for good reason. Yes. There was a good, yeah. Yes. They, and and my biggest problem with it, uh, which by the way, it got a 17% score on Rotten Tomatoes. All right, that's enough yeah. to give you food poisoning, kids. Be careful. It, it, exactly. <laughs> Meta, Metacritic gave it. Yeah, Metacritic gave it 30%, and the average Google user gave it a five out of ten. So. Um, Google users know nothing. Well, this is true. <laughs> they, they like to go Googling. Anyway, uh, yeah. my movie was released in 1997. It's the movie oh, Spawn. Man. Ooh. Oh, Spawn. So hmm. here's the thing. Um, 
that was a comic book. It was video. It was a video game. It was yeah. all over. Todd McFarlane had that, you know, and you know, I had such high hopes for that movie, and I do mean high hopes. Mm-hmm. So the, the the biggest problem I have with the movie isn't with the casting. That's honestly, it's redeeming quality. John Leguizamo is fantastic in that movie. Um, Martin Sheen plays a pretty good bad guy. Um, and uh, John Michael White was a perfect casting for Spawn uh, because he was already, you know, um, you know, have all the, the moves. He had the body type, the build. He was perfect, perfect casting in the 90s for for uh, the Spawn character and to play mm-hmm. Al Simmons. The storyline wasn't even that bad. Here's where I draw the line in the sand, though, and because it is the issue that I have with it is how the, the, the visual aspects of the movie. There were things that they were trying to accomplish in that movie that s- technology-wise they just weren't ready for. And yeah. so, the, so the problem is you have this movie... That honestly should have spawned more video games. It should have spawned sequels. It should have just taken off. But because a the script wasn't not the greatest, but not the worst. It was written by by a horror script writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was it was instead of being action and superhero ish, it was written more as a horror story. Which I mean, let's face it, the Spawn story is kind of scary and yeah, it you know, interesting. But it, it could have been interesting. Uh, but that's where it kind of fell flat for me. The The story wasn't as good as it should have been. It wasn't, like I said, again, not awful, but not as good as it should have been. And the the efforts of CGI in the late 90s were horrible. Uh, the makeup, the prosthesis that they were putting on these people trying to do some of the things that they were trying to do. Just, mm, I, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping that at some point, Todd McFarlane is able to convince somebody to let him have another run at this movie. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that Spawn gets the daylight that it deserves. And I mean, you look at what they're able to do with all these all these superhero movies that have come out now because the technology is there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you watch Guardians of the Galaxy. You really do believe that there's a, a rocket is a, rac- a ta- walking talking raccoon and not oh, just yeah. CGI. Yeah. You know, because it's done that well. The, the things that were on the spawn screen were abominations. I don't know what they were, but they yeah. were not. It was, it was really clunky CGI, but that was also a, a problem with the time in which the movie was placed. So, sure. so that's, but my redeeming quality of it is that it is extremely well cast. Like I said, mm-hmm. like Wasama was perfect. Jai White was perfect. Um, you mean rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, like I said, Martin Sheen was was uh, was a really good bad guy. All these different things they had the cast and you know and those things that were right. But it's like again, I can see why Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventeen. So anyway, that that's my bad. That's my bad one. Just remember, if there's a movie that you really love <laughs> uh, that is technically bad, quote unquote. There's always an argument to be made that if you look at it through the lens of Son of the Mask, it's still good. (laughs) And I would argue that the CGI in Son of the Mask will be the worst CGI to have ever existed. And Spawn can't be (laughs) much worse than that. I don't know. It's pretty bad. I don't know. Yeah, well. (laughs) Just wait until (laughs) you see these like prostheses of uh, Martin Sheen. It's a it's a neck and neck race. Let's put it that way. That sounds horrifying. <laughs> it's just rough too, because like Spawn was like it was the perfect movie for that like time period too. Like it was that <laughs> premier like edgy '90s vibe that just oh it could have been so much more. Yeah, mm. well, it has all the potential pictures? to be something good. Mm-hmm. So why did I find it necessary yeah. to look up the pictures from that movie? Yeah, well, because you have bad idea. Bad, bad, you're wearing bad idea <laughs> jeans, aren't you? Sleeping tonight. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The shadow with Alec Baldwin. Same time period. You know, had had opportunity to be good too. So, all right. So uh, let's let's talk. We got about uh, ten minutes left. Let's talk about uh, what is that comic movie? book or video game movies that you did like? Is there one that you did like? I want to talk about Detective Pikachu. All right, all right. With a a very serious look on my face, they 
did everything that we wanted the Lion King live action to do. They took characters that we love so much in 2D and their three-dimensional versions were so good and convincing that you were like, Pokemon might exist in Japan. I haven't been there. They might be there. They could. Who knows? They were so well cast. And the movie is so cute. Um, and I think people don't give Ryan Reynolds enough credit, but every script that he signed on to for the last couple of years have been so him and he has absolutely yeah. destroyed. Mm -hmm. I don't think because Detective Pikachu was a video game on its own. So right. mm -hmm. that's something to keep into consideration. But even just as like a Pokemon movie, like if anybody was going to play the walking, talking Pikachu, I would have wanted it to be Ryan Reynolds because that's hilarious to me. That's and also the last yeah. the I last love... Pokemon movie they made him talk in was bad. And we honestly, any, Ryan Reynolds. anything Ryan Reynolds, I'm I'm willing to pull up a chair. And, and it's watch. funny how even how Green much Lantern. we love Ryan Reynolds, even when he's CGI'd. Yeah, it's Don't because we also know he hates it. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch Green <laughs> Lantern. No a, I know that he hates it, but honestly, he was the only redeeming oh, factor yeah. in that movie. Well, wasn't that like the whole thing? Like throughout that entire like production, he was the one who was like, "Guys, I know you're trying to like make me do this, but this is how it actually works in the comics. Like, yeah. I'm actually mm -hmm. a fan. This is yeah. how it works. Don't ruin Doom. it." So, Doom. on the the note of Ryan Reynolds, just for a quick second, because he's brilliant. His one year old daughter is currently obsessed with Baby Shark. Mm. Okay, mm -hmm. it happened. Aren't we all? It happened. His he posted on Instagram the other day that his plan of ridding her of her baby shark obsession is to have her watch the the Shallows movie that Blake Lively's in. <laughs> oh no! Not watch Jaws. I mean, oh come no! On. <laughs> I think we all just shuddered for that little girl. <laughs> like oh, like Ooh. that is his plan: is have their one year old watch. <laughs> A shark movie with her mommy in it. And then Blake Lively responded to it with the at least she'll have plenty of things to tell her therapist. I'm like parenting well, goals. Parenting on. goals. I might want like, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively to adopt me. Right? Uh, <laughs> I want them just to put out like all of parenting books, get rid of the American Academy of Pediatrics, and just have Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively tell us to how to raise our children. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, the the no, that's baby fine. shark thing. It's a <laughs> thing, do, do, and it do, doesn't do, do. go away. Good, do, do. good, Nick. Thank yeah, you. Nick, you got it. Keep Although, going. Although baby shark is better that. than some other things that little kids can get hooked. On. I think our daughter needs to watch Sharknado. John says, "There you go." Mm. Only if you're staying up with her, dude. <laughs> you deal with those nightmares. Baby shark, do do. <laughs> this is the little girl that went screaming hysterically because there was an ant in the kitchen yesterday. We it's really watch sharks. Yeah, good luck with that, Wasp. Let me know how it works out for you. You so. guys let her watch ants, didn't you? Now that's no, Bugs Life. That's a good no. film. <laughs> Bugs Life. Bugs Life. So, uh, a comic or not a video game movie that I like, and this is a, this is a a bit of a stretch. So, settle in for it. Um, so if you ever played uh, the Marvel games, Ultimate Alliance, there was Ultimate mm -hmm. Alliance 1, Ultimate Alliance 2. Uh, okay. Ultimate Alliance 2 was based on the Civil War. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, of course, that came out years ago. Uh, but the premise is still there. You know, Tony signs the pact. He, he, he's on the side of the government. And just like it is in the video game. And it actually kind of holds true who took what sides and, and all that kind of stuff. So... Uh, although it's kind of a, you know, it's a, fair. A, silly, a silly little fighting game, um, right. you know, I still like, I still play it every once in a while. It's a, it's a fun little game to go back to. It's a deep cut. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that is a technicality. That's cheating. It's yeah, my show. I get to cheat, Jason. Okay. That's the way it works. It's not cheating when it's your show and you make the rules. <laughs> That's right. And my rules, gosh darn it. The rules are made up. The points don't matter. That's exactly. right. That's so, copywritten, yeah. and now we owe people money. Good work, Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Drew Carey's going to come for you. Uh, He's already looking. I dare him to come find me. I'm ready. 
Drew for, Curry, for Jim reporting Curry. purposes, please talk to Nick, uh, whose name I cannot <laughs> last name I cannot even try to pronounce. That's good. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> this seems to be a topic of conversation in every guest spot. You should stop adding your Nick your last name, Nick. Yeah, or I'm like just... spell it out for Is it is it Mustangus? Yeah. You nailed cool. it. First Whoa. try. Yeah. All right. Well, Nick's gonna be sued. All right. All right. Go It is kind of That's a, a personal one. challenge of Tim's to make sure that he pronounces people's last names correctly. Well, with a last yeah. name like Bicycle, you tend to learn how to pronounce names. Mm -hmm. Plus, I, I went to school with people whose last name was Kangas. So mm. you know, really? maybe oh, you know, long lost <laughs> relatives, you know, when, when Shout your out to people. Them. You know, came over on the boat. They just they lost the must apart. Who knows? So, it could be a thing. Okay, now try Michael's. Savoya. There you go. Very well done. Use that. Okay, now do Alex's. <laughs> St style. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. And then the first the first name is pronounced Harry, and I'll thank you very much for that. <laughs> Harry Styles. All right. So hey, we've got only we've only got about about four minutes left. Uh, so we we've done our best to suck up an hour talking about comic book. Not I keep saying comic books, but I love comic because we usually talk about comic here. books. I'm a nerd. I like comic books. That's that's kind of a thing. We've been talking about video games uh, that were turned into movies. Why they sucked, and but what was redeeming about them. But for the last four minutes of the, uh, let's talk about your guys' show. Let's talk about uh, where you guys are. Where you guys you are going? You can four minutes. I'm giving Whoa. you a whole four minutes. Well, three and a half, really, because yeah. then there's the outro Sticking. video. So yeah. it's like three yes. more minutes than anyone else gives us. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so we had the intro video. Very generous. We had the intro video that talked about about your show and everything else. But tell tell people. Uh, now you said uh, you have a, a May the Fourth episode coming up, so May the Fourth mm -hmm. be with you. Let's talk about that. What do you guys yeah, got I'll going on? What's, what's happening? Uh, yeah, we have a May the 4th episode coming up. Uh, we got a couple of cool guests. Last year we did a May the 4th episode, but we were still tiny little baby boys in the world of podcasting. So it was kind mm -hmm. of uh, a normal episode. But this year we're pulling out all the stops. I'm still trying to convince uh, Nick, who does our editing for the audio version of our show, to release it on May the 4th and break our Friday release uh, schedule that we've always done. Uh, and I, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that we can break that. But um, we got some cool guests lined up to do really cool segments on it. So that's going to be something you don't want to miss. But I would argue that all of our episodes are something that you don't want to miss. You're going to learn something new about some stuff that you loved, or you're going to learn something new that maybe you never knew about. Um, and mm -hmm. you're going to walk away maybe feeling a little smarter, but for sure feeling at least a little dumber. And that's a promise from me to you. <laughs> that's Entertain This. And you can find us on all your podcatchers as well as our website, www.entertainthis.net. And that'll link you to all of our social medias as well. There you go. Very nice. Easy as that. All right. Now, do you guys uh, do you guys post your lives to YouTube or anything like that? Or Yeah, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, if you look up Entertain This, you're going to see a lot of USA entertainment videos. But if you keep scrolling, eventually you'll see our ugly faces. And that's how you'll know you're at the right spot. If you add three dots to it, though, I think you have a lot better chance of finding us. And it has all of our old episodes. You can watch all of them in their full visual format. Um, okay. When we first started doing visual formats, when we were trying to get used to it, we did a lot of visual gags. So uh, if you listen to our <laughs> podcast and you well. were confused, then you should go check out the, the video version of it to get the full explanation. I love it. Hijinks. Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. Oh, we're full of them. We're nothing right. but. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for coming on tonight. This is we've had a lot of fun with you guys, and absolutely. Uh, um, you know, you guys each bring a nice perspective. Uh, even Nick, um, but <laughs> an educated perspective he brings. We oh, needed no, to Nick's call like, ourselves an educational podcast. Well, he does. <laughs> he fills the quota. Yeah. So All right. God bless him. We love him so much. It's so, much. so you know bad right now. I he really quit. does bring. He brings something to the show that I think Michael and I never would want to, nor could possibly do. Um, so we appreciate Nick so much. Uh, well, thank you, you guys. You guys are great. We've really enjoyed having you guys on tonight. Strongly encourage everybody uh, watching, listening. Please go check out Entertain This with the apostrophe. Uh, these guys rock. So uh, we've very much enjoyed. Uh, enjoyed i can't talk wow. enjoyed that's a new word uh, that i love that you just made i love yeah, it. yeah i might enjoy to that later too all right anyway i think it's time for me to get off technology 
See you guys. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the Contact Me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. 